Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Foodcast 360, where we talk about football and all the stuff related to football. So, uh, I am recording now and you could have heard the, heard the uh, Premier League Match Week 2 episode, part 1, it seems. Uh, you know, I was not available to host the episode and Vibe of here, he, he did a great job out there. Uh, he did my job uh, in hosting and hosting. talking about the games with sk you know santosh and gokul at uh, respectively uh, spurs chelsea and liverpool you know he did a great job out there and firstly i will thank him for doing so uh, you know I, i was so busy with my schedule and i couldn't be able to come to an episode you know like i have some exams to study for so now uh, vibe to said he he wants to talk briefly about manchester united so i gave him a great green light and talking about it so guys today we are going to be uh, reviewing southampton versus manchester united game the second game of the season for man united in the premier league it's match week 2 you know so the first game uh, i think i still can't come out of the first game you know the it was a great game against leeds united the whole squad performed so well mm. so why bo Uh, coming into this game what was your thoughts you know uh, after the you know like last episode we talked about leeds game you know you said uh, the leeds win is not a guaranteed one because you know leeds performed poorly and you correctly predicted that it would be a draw or a tight close encounter against southampton and it happened so first your thoughts on the uh, your thoughts on coming into the game you know your thoughts bye Oh yes the first thing uh, first thought that i had in my mind uh, uh, was so sorry before that uh, i would like to thank balaji for this opportunity again and moving on with what my first thought was is that um, uh, it has been one week since sancho and varan started training uh, they started training uh, last sunday so i thought that they would start against southampton so we can see a newer manchester united this week so uh, that's why uh, that's what i thought and use and the tactics that southampton use is a really low block tactic so uh, if manchester united used their proper substitutions and midfield uh, i thought they could have won this game easily in fact so that yeah, was my know, expectations before the game yeah yeah that's great you know uh, taking in account of southampton you know they are a great side uh, you know they could surprise team or they could even surprise the in the in the other way of surprising the team you know losing like 9-0 uh, it all happened last season you know they could also surprise the team in 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 another way you know so yeah let's talk about lineups uh, the same usual uh, uh, lineup for manchester united not much of a change in terms of tactics you know in terms of formation but uh, vibe of your thoughts on the lineups first again as i told in the leeds week uh, uh, leeds match day the um, uh, soldiers lineup is really poor uh, just to quote out an example is that uh, thomas tuchel actually started lukaku just four days after training but it's been sancho has been training for one week and varan also has been training for one week they should have started in this game so that we, uh, and the reason why i am saying this is because these first four fixtures for manchester united is against the lower sided teams except wolves wolverhampton so the time of experimentation is these first four weeks so that we can play against lower uh, side teams first and experiment our squad and use uh, new tactics against uh, bigger teams but soldier as stubborn as he is went for the same defense bisaka lindelof maguire and shaw that was um, 
something that i wouldn't agree i wanted uh, uh, varan instead of lindelof i wanted to see how varan and maguire partner with each other and next is the shambolic midfield the worst midfield ever uh, in fact uh, for a fact that james ward prowse and oriel ramu are better than matic and fred in that uh, position so since it was a low block uh, southampton use a low block tactic i thought that van de beek will start because van de beek is from uh, uh, from ajax and ajax is used to playing low block teams in uh, eredivisie almost all the teams like not all, not almost uh, many teams play uh, low block uh, tactics and donny van de beek knows how to play against it so i thought uh, van de beek would have started instead of uh, fred or matic and uh, if we take into consideration the pre season where everton uh, played with united at that time matic and van de beek played really well as midfield so i thought it would be uh, matic and van de beek again but uh, matic and fred it was um first of all as i said in the pre season matic is slow we need to sell him but um, we don't have any other uh, uh, defensive midfielder other than him so that is the reason we are still hanging on with him and uh, again uh, as i told last week pogba shouldn't be deserve, uh, should isn't deserve to play in the left wing position i honestly think he should play in the central position and that is where he really and uh, uh, really belongs yeah that was my uh, thing about lineup yeah you know i think uh, as you said it's it's very lucky you know to have the first four games against the uh, against the teams that are uh in every way lower than you in terms of like uh you know the power of the tra- transfer business you know uh and also the squad depth you know united has a great squad depth uh yeah as you said it's it's perfect you know you said that we have to like uh, get to, get to the form you know like use all our tactics in before the four game finish you know uh taking into account that arsenal's first game four games was really tough you know not to mention the brentford game you know we thought arsenal could win it doesn't happen so yeah like you said it's it's very uh, it's it's a easy not easy it's it's a lucky thing to have you know like the first four games against lower side uh, teams uh, you could like, you could like get your momentum back from the pre season you could go on and win the uh, matches after that four matches you know after the of uh, when you meet up with like big teams you know i think uh, yeah i think uh, you know pogba should have played in place of matic it's my personal opinion and sancho should have started you know he came on the bench he came on from the bench last match and he did a good job uh, like he he did some dribbles and i think i'm i'm very keen to see uh, sancho starting for uh, manchester united and i think next week it will be surely happening so uh, vibe of your thoughts on the goals you know uh, mason greenwood on the score sheet again so your thoughts how are you uh, are you happy with him yes first thing you have to notice is that uh, greenwood's improvement here uh, from the first season he came uh, he has been improving a lot as a striker and as a winger he's been playing both as a right winger and a striker um, when kavani is not there he plays in the striking position but when kavani is there he plays in the right wing position so greenwood has become a very versatile player who can use both his foot left and right irrespective of what it is it goes uh, the goal is uh, in and the second thing we have to notice about greenwood is that he has been developing his fitness he has been um, growing up some weight and bulking himself to train himself as a striker so uh, we can see that in southampton match he used that uh, uh, physical uh, fitness for uh, 
taking runs through the defenders and also calling for balls and taking passes he is uh, almost like he's just a 19 years old 18 19 years old and i'm sure by the time he's 21 he'll be an amazing striker for manchester united uh, so that was my thoughts about greenwood and uh, again the build up was so slow uh, for a fact that we considered a goal because of southampton's error only not because of our own brilliancy or uh, anything so again one point we have to notice here is that uh, we have again scored in the second half so if we consider the first half of leeds match it was 1-1 after uh, or no it was 1-0 in first half and uh, second half they uh, leeds uh, scored right so uh, it when it was in that position again we are making a comeback every uh, every match uh, for win or a draw as a top tier club we shouldn't making we shouldn't be making a comeback like this and players like rafael varan maguire sancho and uh, martial who are bruno fernandes who are there in the squad know that they have to dominate every game uh, so i really felt that uh, that goal was amazing not to say uh, uh, any mistake in that but one goal isn't an, uh, one goal isn't enough or coming back from uh, uh, a losing position isn't uh, the type of manchester united right so that was my thoughts regarding the goal again second of fc that's what people call us usually yeah uh, i could see the similarity between dortmund and united you know whenever i watch a dortmund match you know we we struggle we trial in the first half and we fought so hard and get back with a draw or a win but you know uh, you know dortmund and united are a top tier club and that should not have happening you know uh, if it if you take Uh, manchester city you know they dominate dominated their match against uh, norwich you know they won final i think a top tier club should play like that you know uh, you know uh, norwich and southampton are kind of a similar team but not very similar you know now southampton uh, stayed in the premier league but norwich came from the championship this season uh, yeah taking in southampton's team you know adam armstrong uh, you know uh, i think he's a great replacement for danny ings you know he he scored like a lot of goals last season in the championship and uh, that right back man let's he uh, what's his name livermento yeah he played so good he toyed with the uh, uh, attackers like greenwood and pogba so your thoughts on livermento's performance against united yeah again uh, the point about uh, southampton's tactic was not to allow quick passes from manchester united they played a low block uh, so if a team plays low block then it is really tough for uh, opponent to pa- pass a lot so if you notice the game uh, uh, martial uh, when he played in a striking position he did not get that much ball uh, no, neither did uh, greenwood get many balls in the second half in the uh, when he was playing as a striker so the fact is that when you are playing lower block we need a quicker passing and a faster movement of the ball uh, united usually plays long ball tactic but in this game long ball did not work against uh, southampton because there are many defenders right and if you take alivermento he there was pogba on the left wing he had amazingly uh, held on pogba he did not let uh, pogba take any uh, runs or uh, he didn't let pogba take any uh, he didn't let pogba cross him uh, so it was really good to see uh, uh, a right back really holding up to a player who is a player like pogba who is a really high level player who has been who has won world cup so it was good to see a right back like that 
and one thing um, about southampton is that their uh, defense was too solid uh, if we take they played the low block in a very solid manner they did not make any mistakes um, until the first goal they considered yeah i think we summed up the match against uh, southampton and uh, and manchester united and now we are going to talk about some transfer rumors that are swirling around united swirling around old trafford you know uh, the transfer window is go- going to uh, close in like uh, in a week so yeah vibe of your thoughts on the transfer news um so the very unfortunate news is that uh, manchester united are in a situation where they have to buy a player only if they sell anyone um so what i mean by that is that we don't have funds to uh, buy a player uh, buy a, uh, any other player without selling either lingard or any player who on, who is who wants to leave permanently so we are in that situation but uh, we have to note the fact that um, uh, yesterday uh, uh, there was a spanish outlet stating that uh, saul would want to leave, uh, saul is saul is leaving atletico madrid and chelsea and manchester united are uh, interested in buying him for a low with an option of loan for one year and uh, buy uh, loan with buy option so that would be a better option to check out the sol neges but honestly as a manchester united fan i would really love either kamavinga or ruben neves because both of them are really good central uh, defensive midfielders and uh, united need a central defensive midfielder like what i uh, what i mentioned about matic matic is slow so we need a central defensive midfielder uh, like matic um, uh, replacing him next season as he may retire next season um so i would prefer kamavinga or uh, uh, ruben neves over saulnigas uh, at this situation and i really want uh, jesse lingard to be sold because i don't see the point of him in the team anymore um hon- uh, honestly and next point is that there is one very unfortunate thing that um, i didn't like about is that i, I really want van de beek sold now because we all know who van de beek is and what his talent is uh, if he had played against southampton he would have made a better uh, impact than uh, matic or fred so for one year he's been sitting in the bench mostly uh, it's like buying a ferrari and just keeping it in the garage not even sending it uh, not even riding it so that that's how van de beek is uh, van de beek situation is he's a really good player but i don't know why ole uh, is not playing him and phil jones is an another player who i really want to leave i again phil jones is a player i don't know why he's still in the club i would really want to sell him but it's a last week of transfer window uh, and i really think chelsea will do a better business buying kunde and uh, solnigas mostly because uh, they are in contacts with sevilla and atletico madrid for a longer period of time so i think they will buy the, both of the players and last thing not to uh, leave is that uh, uh, yesterday mbappe uh, real madrid has made an official bid for uh, mbappe that's really good to see uh, uh that uh, mbp is ma- uh, sorry real madrid is making moves in the uh, last period and since uh, mbp's contract is running so uh, either he uh, psg would have to let him go on free or he would have to take that 160 million it will be really uh, exciting this one week to see and also ronaldo um ronaldo may leave juventus to some other club and uh, it may be a, one of the most um, busy transfer window so to say or crazy transfer window because messi leaving ronaldo leaving mbappe harry kane may leave so this is a, a transfer window that no one will ever expect to happen even in the future 
yeah that's true you know uh, yeah you talk you talked about kamavinga and the news that recently came is that uh, his team has rated him as a 30 million uh, player 30 million euros player so he will be available for less than 30 million and he also admitted that ps his preferable destination will be psg and psg is also in advanced talks with uh, stade rns that's his club and yeah i think uh, yeah you said that uh, lingard wants to go but ole gunnar admitted that lingard is in his plans for this season i think lingard won't be leaving the same with phil jones you know uh, his wage but his wage uh, expectations is is the only thing stopping him from leaving the club you know um, 80000 uh, pounds if i am not wrong is too much high for a defender like him uh, no other clubs is interested in him too and mandy beck i think ole gunnar will not leave him i think he wants him to be uh, the team weaver the bench warmer you know the memes are coming in and so vibe uh, your final thoughts on the game against southampton and we'll finish off this episode uh final thought was uh, mistakes on ole gunnar solskjer he can't dis- defend himself for uh, um uh, i don't know how long he can't defend himself the reason why i'm saying this is because uh i don't know which manager will play lingard over van de beek in a low block because lingard is a person who makes runs and waits for the ball and takes the ball through speed um who does that but um, uh van de beek is a person who passes better than lingard so van de beek should have been uh, substituted instead of lingard that's a really major error by uh, ole gunnar solskjer and uh, again the lineup was also so uh, um, as ole gunnar solskjer is so stubborn about it for this long um, we could say that the owners did not uh, support uh, um, ole gunnar solskjer with transfers but now he has a really good center back and a winger i don't know how long he can defend himself with the lineup and with the substitutes he is making um like that and the next thing is that um, one thing i would really uh, point out about uh, last game is that dahia saved i really wanted to mention this before but um, i as i told in the pre season uh, diaries uh, in my first episode i told that dahia will it will be a really good season for dahia as a comeback year for dahia and yesterday he proved why i stated that with an amazing save um, against one on one against a keeper saving is really tough for uh, any goalkeeper Uh, that was really good to see the old dahia uh, say like uh, dahia being back to his old form again and next thing uh, next thing is that uh, some uh, people have left on loan uh, from manchester united that is really good to see like uh, eden lad and uh, chong or brandon williams have left on loan that good thing um and one thing just wanted to say one thing uh, the reason why ole gunnar uh, solskjer told that lingard is in the plans of uh, uh manchester united is because um he wants to make people think that uh, lingard is very important for manchester united so that they will offer higher value it's a it's a business tactic so what i am trying to say that this is because the uh, same thing happened with alexis sanchez uh ole gunnar solskjer uh, in a press conference told that uh, uh, i would like i would like to keep uh, alexis sanchez as he's a really uh, as he's in the plans of ole gunnar solskjer but what happened he went on to inter milan uh, on loan uh loan or yeah he went on a free free or loan i don't remember but uh, the next uh, week he went on a uh, went on to inter milan so it may be a strategy for um, ole gunnar solskjer to sell uh, lingard and anyway seeing bruno fernandes in the camp position i don't see any other playing coming there 
So I really want uh, Sancho and Van, uh, Varane to start next week against Wolves, and it'll be our first um, game uh, against a decent team in this season, and we really look forward to that match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's you summed up really well. Talking about United's win against United's draw against Southampton and all the transfer news that's happening right now. So guys, uh, and yeah, one more thing. It's out of. script you know i didn't tell you we are going to be talking about this in this episode so yeah in 3 days yeah tomorrow i think yeah tomorrow champions league draw is going to happen uh, so you know champions league draw is group stage draw to be clear is is a very important one it defines every club's position to move forward to the knockout stages you you may get uh, 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 you may get Staged into a very hard group or a very easy group. So, uh, why, Bob? Uh, whom do you want to get uh, in the Manchester United's group? You know, uh, mostly there will be two great clubs in a group and two uh, pretty average clubs in the group. So that sums up to be a four group, four play, four clubs in a group. So, so your thoughts, your expectations, your predictions on the Champions League draw. um when it comes to champions league draw again um i really wish we get a tougher group so that we can know how what is the level of our team in a champions league stage uh, so i would really want psg in our group like what happened last season we had psg so i would really love, uh, love to have psg again in our uh, group or juventus a uh, tough team would be uh, challenging for united so that the boys will have the motivation to play more uh, play better in fact and uh, it will also know what ole gunnar's idea is uh, what ole gunnar's tactics will be when we are playing against a tougher team or a, like a really well built champions when we play with well built champions so it will be really fun to watch tomorrow's uh, draw um i really expect we get a tougher group and uh, to test our boys well yeah yeah you know uh, tomorrow's the draw 26th of august and yeah it's it's a base idea you know bringing all the fans of the top four clubs in the in the top five leagues of the europe you know we are going to be having all of them in a single episode and it's going to be a banger you know i think viba will also be there uh, not only premier league you know syria guys are really hyped to hyped for that episode and uh, la liga guys are too so Yeah, so we are summing up this episode. Uh, thank you, Vibhav. We had a great talk about Manchester United's uh, current situation. To be honest, not only that Southampton match, but you know, we talked barely briefly about the current things that are going on on around uh, Old Trafford. And thank you, Vibhav, for appearing on this episode. And I will be like, I will be liking to have you on board for the upcoming episodes. Thank you.